Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, girlies. What the fuck is good? What's tea? What's juice? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. I have really bad allergies, so I'm a little flimmy. So if I am sounding out of breath or, you know, struggling over here, that's why. Also, my cat's hair was in my mouth. That is just fucking great, gorgeous, sexy news to me. So um, <laughs> today I find out, fingers crossed, I find out if I got this place I applied for. I am so excited. Assuming that I get it, I'm going to fucking throw my pussy around in circles. I'll probably cry realistically uh i have been getting the runaround today will be day three of me getting the runaround i had put in an application i added a co-signer just because you know i don't have any like rental history no credit and i don't have pay stubs per se so i just wanted to make sure that i had the most my my best chance at getting this place. So um, when I filled in the application online, I added my co-signer. Well, when I got to the office, they were like, oh, um, so the co-signer will also have to pay a admin and application fee. And I was like, oh, period, which I would have had to pay because they're not living with me. So I was like, well, based off of all the documentation that I've given you, do you even think I'll need a co-signer and he was like honestly no so I was like okay go ahead and delete him out of the system so I guess because I did the application myself online and he was manually trying to delete a co-signer like froze my application from being able to process and being able to you know throw my background check out there or so I've, I've been told um so I've been up in limbo for now three days and it's eating me alive. Today is supposed to be my move-in date. Uh, I get the keys today if I get the place. And um, yeah, the uncertainty is eating me alive. I so badly want this place. But what is a little irritating, um, if you're listening, um, they do have like a move-in special right now where like the admin and application fee would go towards your first prorated month. So like if you knew that I was like, you know, worried about paying an admin and application fee, but also knew that that would end up going towards my rent, why would you even let me kick them off? Like if you thought that maybe that would freeze up my app, I don't know, because that would have just went right towards my rent. So it wouldn't have been any money lost really. Whatever. Just going to check it at the game. Divine timing. They allegedly just put brand new appliances in my unit today. My unit. 
bitch, my unit, my my house, my townhouse, bitch. Uh, I hope I'm not speaking too soon. I hope I'm not jumping the gun. I mean, based off all the documentation I gave him, he was like, yeah, there's really no reason you should be denied. I don't have like a bad criminal record. I did have things on my record years back. I did get arrested. I've talked about that for weed and you know shoplifting many years ago but I, I was a different woman back then both of which have rolled off of my um off of my record the first one I plead no low so they took that shit off slap on the wrist and then the second time the department store didn't provide the evidence so the case was dropped which by the way they got their shit back so I don't know even why they tried to continue to pursue that because I just anyways um yeah still to this day that department store hits me up and they're like you gotta pay eight hundred dollars for damages damages bitch what damages i gave you them fucking designer glasses back bitch um yeah but you know what that was the past like i said that was that was a different time i was a different woman i was poor and broke and i just wanted a taste of luxury so um i did what i had to do to get there um <laughs> hold on one second it's hard to multitask and be a gorgeous queen you know and not spill my coffee everywhere cheers mm -mm -mm. Uh, i'm so excited though i'm going to immediately go to the complex as soon as I wrap this episode up so if it is a short episode that is why I'm I've literally been biting my fingers down to nubs not really but um I could if I didn't have gel polish on them I, they would be gone they would be completely and utterly gone any other life updates not really. That's really like the main focus of my life. And I know that's like all I rambled about last week. Oh my God. What is this fucking feedback? Bitch. Electronics are so weird to me. Like, why is there, why does, how can chords disrupt other chords? You know, what is the science behind that? I don't understand. Um. Oh, I do have other life updates. I got my lips done again. Thank you, Rose at WIFH. Honestly, I love my girls at WIFH and Dunwoody. Um, I, I don't get paid to, pro to promote them, y'all. I, I, I genuinely love them, okay? I don't get paid to tell y'all that they are great. They are so great. So if you are an Atlanta girly, highly recommend. They have so many awards, too, for like, being the best in town, this, the best, this, the best, that. And genuinely, I believe it because the care that they give me, like, I've gotten my lips filled before. I've gotten Botox and things like that and loved everyone that's ever done that to me as well. But I don't know, Miss Rose in particular, she is so meticulous. Like, the past few times I've gotten filler in the past, it looked great, no complaints. But, um, it was done, the process was done so quickly. Like, I, I remember my lips taking, like, 10 minutes to, you know, actually inject. But Rose took, like, 25 minutes, and she was, like, dancing around and, like, running to one side, running to the other side of me, running. And she was, like, way up in my face, like, looking so closely, and she was just so meticulous about the placement. And, you know, I was very satisfied with that. She makes me feel so good. She makes me feel so confident in the fact that I'm in the right place with the right person. So, Miss Rose, shout out to you. I love you so much. I love WIFH and Dunwoody. Tell them Camo sent you. They have laser. Um, I, I've been getting laser tattoo removal, laser hair removal. I've gotten um, microneedling. I've gotten uh, hydrofacials. All, everything I've gotten there has been so great. So, anyways, I'm going to stop rambling about W-I-F-H. Live, laugh, love you. But I'm obsessed with my lips right now, y'all. <laughs> I did get them done two days ago now, so this is not the final effect, unfortunately. I did do my first massage um, not too long ago, a few hours ago. Um, 
I wish they stayed like this. They'll go down a little bit, but this is like the perfect lip to me. Ooh. I'm a had a burp. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this is like the perfect amount of drama. It's not like too crazy, but it's not giving little lip Linda, you know? Um, so yeah. Lips, apartment. Oh, I don't know what that was. They just came out of my esophagus. Um, that was kind of scary. <laughs> oh, all I can think about is moving. All I can think about is setting up my room. This townhouse has two bedrooms, and both bedrooms have walk-in closets. Two walk-in closets in each. This place was literally made for me. I didn't really want an apartment because I don't want somebody stomping above me, nor do I want to be stomping above anybody else and getting complaints. You know, so the townhouse or a house is just most ideal. And I love townhouses because you're like in a community and there's, you know, you know, it's just cute and gorgeous. So I'm going to keep you girls updated on that. But that's all I can think about. Nothing crazy has really happened this week. I've kind of been staying home ever since I was, you know, bound and, de and determined to move. I've I've just been staying home and not spending any money because I have no other choice. I have to really buckle down on my responsibilities. And my biggest problem is my spending. So got to get that under control. But anyways, I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I'll be back. Per. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, girlies, we're back. Okay, so let's talk some pop culture, shall we? Um, why is my fucking mic stand being a fucking bitch? Keep sliding down, fucking dumb whore. Drake and 21 Savage. Have y'all listened to their new album, Her Loss? Literally. Iconic. Iconic. I am a huge Drake stan. I love 21 as well. And I think they are just such a great duo. I think both of their energy together just meshes perfectly. Like Drake is the right amount of soft, but still hard. And then 21 is just fucking 21, you know. Um, Drake, you know, he, he did his collaborative album with Future back in the day. It was all right. It was all right. Um, nothing to write home about. Few few good tracks on there, but her loss start to finish the puns the fucking uh bars like there's just so many fucking lines that i'm like damn 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 or it, it, and it's so funny there's just so many funny fucking lines in it as well so i highly recommend that you check that out also joji dropped a new album as well um i need to re-listen to that a few more times there was several tracks on there that i really liked but um nothing that i got obsessed with um, there was a few tracks that are in my like page, but Drake and 21's new album, 
Chef's Kiss. Highly recommend. Nikita Dragon, though. <sighs> Y'all, that situation is so upsetting and crazy to me. The fact that she was thrown in a, in a, in a men's jail. Florida is so disgusting. The fact that so many people down there have done their due diligence to keep these laws and acts in place and like all these it's disgusting it's disgusting honestly um the fact that she is down well she's out now but i saw this random video pop up on my for you page of like these fans of hers they like apparently were there and like she'd been like dealing with them and like hanging out with them afterwards and i'm just like wondering to myself is she okay because the videos that i saw were a little alarming and she just seemed a little unhinged now i'm sure she's been traumatized by the events but like holy shit girl i am worried for her safety um hope you're okay girl honestly I know a lot of people feel indifferent towards her. I actually love her. I admire her. I always have. She is definitely um, controversial, sure, but I just love the doll. She's she's gorgeous. She's sexy. She stunts on these fucking bitches, and I'm I'm obsessed, truly. But uh, watching all the footage of her in the cell and like talking to the judge, it really affected me and my homegirl like all funny business aside like it was so sad to see and her asking if she had to stay there in the in the men's cell uh gut-wrenching i don't care what people think or what people have to say about her this situation is so sad and i really hope that she is okay mentally right now but at the same time i will be eating the situation the fuck up so i'm sure she is living for all this press but at the same time like Ugh, I hate that she had to go through all that. But praying for you, girly, manifesting good positivity for you because we live, laugh, love you, queen. You're on unfazed and unbothered. Mm. Anything else? Pop, culture, anything worth talking about? Ugh, the elections. Stacey Abrams lost. I'm so upset about that. <sighs> Such a bummer. But I don't want to talk about politics. You know what? I don't want to talk about politics because it just always ruffles some feathers. So go listen to her loss. Yeah. I just want to get high right now and listen to her loss. Yeah. But I can't do that because I'm out of weed. Miss The, the, the Mary Fairy. Hasn't been very giving. I have not been buying weed because, like I said, I'm trying to save my, my coins. And also, bitch, what is this fucking feedback? Pissing me off, bitch. Fuck. So sorry. Um, yeah, I've not been buying weed because... I'm trying to save my, my coins, and I am trying to cut back on my substances, you know? I've even been considering stopping my Adderall because that shit makes me so irritable. So fucking irritable. And I know that's, like, a common thing, but, like, I'll be in the car, y'all. If there was a camera in my vehicle... Y'all would be disgusted because every fucking body who mildly inconveniences me, you fucking ugly bitch, get out of my fucking way. I literally turn into fucking Miss HR collection. It's scary. It is so scary. And then I hear my mom come out of me. God damn it. I'm like, oh, fuck. The spirit of dawn lives on. Truly, she does, though. Rest in peace, mama. Live, laugh, love you. Always and forever. I really, more and more every day, I feel like 
her spirit is taking over me because like right now I'm looking at myself and I'm like, oh my God, that's my mother. I'm my mother. My mother's daughter. Mm. Um, I am going <laughs> to... I'm going to go on another break. And when I come back, I'm going to answer these Q&As. I did a Q&A on my Instagram story. I haven't done one of those in a while. So um, I saw some juicy questions. Um, so stay tuned for that. All right, Q&A time. I've got my questions here right off the rip. That stoner underscore Victoria. Do you get treated differently now that you've lost weight? I'm a plus size girly and curious. Yes, absolutely. There is a, a distinct difference in life experience going from being plus size to being skinny. I mean, skinny or skinny ish. You know, I'm still on my skinny journey, but there's a lot of behaviors and a lot of comments you'll hear from people that really just confirm the re the sad reality of being plus size and being bigger um people have made lots of comments like now that you're no longer fat and these are people who also would be like oh you're not fat you got a shape you got this blah, 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 blah. but now they feel comfortable to say that now i'm also very self-aware so i know i was fat and I don't take offense to them saying that, but it puts things into perspective because back then when I was fat, I was always thinking to myself, do these people take my size into consideration? Do they think about my size? Is that even on their mind? And people obviously try to be nice and they don't want to hurt people's feelings. And so they're like, oh, you look good. Do that. Be profitable. But when you hear these comments fast forward to getting smaller, you're like, oh, I wasn't crazy. These people were, they were thinking these things. And also like men have just been flocking in from all angles. And, you know, when I was a bigger person, like I've always been cute and confidence is key. Like even when I was big, I had a level of confidence. Maybe shouldn't have had that much confidence, but um, no matter where you are, confidence is key. If you can fucking own who you are, there is nothing sexier about that. And I truly feel like I have done my best to embrace who I was in whatever period I'm in. Of course, I do feel better and I am much happier presently than I was back then. But even back then... I was, I didn't like myself that much, but I did try to maintain confidence. Uh, don't know if that makes sense. It, it might sound contradictive, but I didn't really love myself. I loved myself to my core, you know? I loved who I was as a whole, but I didn't like my vessel. But me as an entirety, I had confidence in who I was, the energy that I provided, my humor, um, the love that I gave people, me as an, 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 an me in my entirety, I was confident about, but um, I didn't like my exterior. So I did always try to, you know, look at it like this is who I am. Take me as I am. I obviously can't like lose a hundred pounds overnight. So um, there's no point in me sitting here and being like completely insecure and, and hating myself. But uh, anyways, rambling Adderall is really kicking in. Uh, men back then they only wanted to fuck and they would and people would say things like you have such a pretty face that was such a backhanded compliment to me because i'm like you're probably thinking to yourself i would be so hot if i lost weight and now guys want to take me on dates guys are like hey can we go on a date. Can I take you out to get dinner? Can I take you here? Can I take you there? And frankly, I've not really given anybody my time. I am still kind of like healing from my last relationship. Uh, so 
I've like entertained a few people here and there, sure, but I, I just don't really have dating on the brain. I've never really been somebody who felt like I had to have somebody. I, I like to date with purpose. And if I don't feel like there's potential to grow into something bigger, then I'm just not interested. So I've not really went on any dates. Um, not many at all, actually. But to answer your question, yes, people do treat me differently um, in comparison to being overweight. So, yeah. Let's see. Hail of Fi. Hail, hail, hail so Fi. LOL. When are you going to make more music? As soon as I get into my place, girls, I am in go mode. I am in fucking go mode. I am recording music every fucking day. When I lived in this apartment with my mother years ago, my car was broken down. I didn't have a job and I didn't have resources to really do anything. So I was just always at my house and going to the gym. And when I was at my house, I was always writing and recording music. Now I have all these things going on, all these endeavors, obligations. Also, I've like I've, I've hated my living space um so i've not i've like tried to stay out of the house as much as possible and now that i'm gonna have to buckle down on my responsibilities and i'll have my own place to do whatever i want whenever i want however i want i'm gonna be working all the time so do stay tuned music will be coming very soon i promise you uh emily holmstrom holmstrom hey girl What's it like being a triple Sag? I'm so jealous of that. Well, thank you for remembering. I am a, tri a triple Sag. Um, I am not somebody who's like so bent or, or like I'm not like so sold on astrology. I, 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 I feel like there's obviously truth in it. And I do see like I feel like I've seen enough patterns to trust or, or to feel like you know there, there's some level of truth to astrology and whatnot but I'm not somebody who's like oh you're this way because you're a Sag or you're oh this way because of that but the way I uh have what I've gathered is you know one is uh the the face that you present one is who you really are, and then the other is how people, um, how people perceive you, pretty much, you know. And so the fact that I'm Sag, 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 I'm like, okay, so I must be who people think I am, and I must present also the way that I feel. And I feel like, I feel like that's the case. I I pretty much wear my heart on my sleeve. You know what I'm going through when I'm going through it. I I, I have like. I, I don't I, I just don't hold back, you know, and I don't see the point in putting on a, a, a show. Um, you kind of get me as I am in the moment. So I feel like people can always tell when I'm either uncomfortable or when I am unhappy or when something's going on and I really show those emotions. So, like, I guess I'm just authentic. You know, that's that's the, the, the triple Sag experience. But very intense. Lots of fire in my chart. So that is gorgeous news. <laughs> is it? I don't fucking know. Oh, she also asked, what is your favorite holiday? Um, Honestly, Christmas. I love Christmas. The lights, the music, everything. Okay, she asked several good questions. How has being online slash being a content creator affected your dating life? Okay, so that is actually a really good question, and I finally feel comfortable enough to speak about this. I have never posted anybody online. I did finally take a leap of faith a while back, and I posted somebody that I really was into. I really felt like I genuinely had like a, a love connection to. And long story short, they let the opinions of others and people at their job found my TikTok and pretty much harassed them with my content. And 
the fact that they had been involved with me. And that really, honestly, I'm going to be real candid with you girls. I, I, I do, like I said, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I say a lot of things, but there are some things I hold back when it comes to like my show and posting on the internet. Like I don't really talk about my personal life much, but that situation, I privated most of my videos because of that situation. That is why I privated so many videos. Yeah. Now, watching back at those videos, I do get uncomfortable because I know how much I didn't like my exterior. So I was going through hoops and hurdles to, you know, give an experience because I, I couldn't just get on TikTok and be cutesy pootsy and throw my ass in a circle and get engagement. So I had to like be overly dramatic and say the most bonkers off the wall shit and make the weirdest faces. And so looking back, I'm like, this person was unhinged, but it was, it was a part of the act, you know, like I was entertaining. Okay. And I was making money. So in my opinion, like it would have been an opportunity for me to be like, oh yeah, my bitch made all this money talking shit on the internet, being themselves. But um, they took that as, they, they got insecure about it pretty much. And they let the opinions of other people interfere with our relationship. And I still have feelings about that situation. And it has caused a lot of mental anguish really and truly so um it has affected my dating life also anytime somebody you know swipes right on me or we match or something or somebody messages me on like a dating app or whatever it's just weird it it just it's it's weird because it, either they think i'm being a catfish and stealing somebody else's photos and they don't believe that my socials are me. Or they just immediately right off the rip are like, oh my God, I'm talking to a celebrity. Baby, Lady Gaga is a celebrity, okay? I just fucking talk shit on the internet. So that just kind of kills the vibe. I've had several people be like, what's your Instagram? And I don't like to give out my socials really and truly when I'm trying to like talk to somebody or if somebody's taking interest in me because I it just always gets in the way. As soon as they see my social medias, it's like there's ideas about me. They think I'm this, they, they think I'm that. Like even the guy that I was talking about a minute ago, when he met me, he was like, oh wow, I had no idea that this is how you were. You, you are like a genuine real person offline. Like I figured that when I met you, you would be like, braggalicious and be a bit of a cunt and be self-absorbed and like I was just very grounded and very like interested in him and like wanted to listen and you know and so people see followers and they just automatically assume that you're gonna be a fucking raging bitch and that's just not who I am so a lot of times guys will take interest in me and they will be like, what's your socials? And I'm like, I don't really want to give it out. And they're like, why? And I'm like, it just kind of like makes things weird. And then they just pressure me. And I'm like, okay, here's my Instagram. Immediately they block me or they unfollow me or they uh, don't follow me and they'll just like stop talking to me or, you know, anyways. So that, that answers your question, I hope. Miss Lovely Matthew Music 100 asks opinion on open relationships. Listen, if it works for you, shoot for the fucking stars. But personally, I couldn't do it. I do not like to share. And I'm very old-fashioned when it comes to dating. I want to be wooed. And I want to have a man who is obsessed with me and me only. And if you can think about other pussy, other titties, other whatever out there, then you're not for me, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. 
Um, some people feel like open relationships work because we get bored, but like I just feel like how I see a relationship two people if they really loved each other it wouldn't be all this work you know and it and there wouldn't be room to be bored like just being in someone's present that you presence that you really like and enjoy like I would find satisfaction out of literally just sitting in silence looking at each other so for me personally I don't understand how people do that because I just feel like that is a breeding ground for jealousy and a bunch of problems. And oftentimes it just doesn't work. So if it works for you, period, pop off queen. But I could not ever do that. Okay. Virginia Grace Livingston, books that have inspired you, The Secret, The Secret and all of the secret books. Those are like the only books I've really read, but I read The Secret back in like 2015 2016-ish, and ever since then, it's really changed my mindset. Marissa Cannon, what does spirituality look like for you? Um, I am very much somebody who will go to the park and sit by the water by myself and play frequencies and look at the water and just express my gratitude to the world. And I feel like everything has a rhyme and a reason you know the the trees the water everything and so when i look around and i i'm just taking it all in and, and admiring the world around me i feel like wow this is peace this is i feel in tune you know like I, putting my feet in the soil taking my shoes off and just embracing everything around it just makes me feel so elevated and so high frequency, if that makes sense. So I love spirituality. I'm a spiritual mama. What can I say? I did start talking to this guy not too long ago, and we just, we ended before we started. Really more so because of distance, and he um, is all over the place with his job but I will say he was great he was cute he was very nice he was an ideal candidate but it's true when they say you got to find somebody you're evenly yoked with because he had very different opinions about like spirituality and he just thought it was all hoopla and hocus pocus and I am a very spiritual person and I just cannot tolerate somebody telling me that my deceased mother is just d dust in the fucking ground now I, I, I like to think that we will reunite and also I've just had too many experiences to think otherwise I feel like people who are so convinced that there's nothing more like that is ignorant it really is because how can you expect me to believe that something came from nothing okay you can use all the science science is very important science is, science does make sense science does have a rhyme and a reason and um it explains a lot but there's certain things science cannot explain like how did we start hmm? how did something come from nothing there's obviously got to be something bigger than us and i just can't fathom thinking to myself like there's no purpose to the human experience, to life, you know? So that was like a, a kind of like a deal breaker for me. Uh, let's see what other questions. Sophia Wilkerson, what was your worst job and why? I love you, queen. I love you too. Worst job was either the... I worked at a marathon gas station in Auburn. It was horrendous. The man who works there still works there, and he smells like fucking chicken shit. And I would have to wear his jacket in the freezer to organize it, and it stunk so goddamn bad. And he called me the gangster faggot once upon a time. 
Uh, we did get in a fight over money because I was like, bitch, run me my, my motherfucking money. It was a whole situation. I'm not even going to tell that story because I'm a little disappointed with the way I handled it. But also, I did what I had to do at, the, at that time. But he was also very nasty to me. So, yeah. But I was getting paid $7 an hour and he was holding up my money because his mother hired me to be under the table. And then he tried to, like, fight me on that and held up my money. And I was so dirt poor, like. The day that I came to go get my check, my car literally had zero miles of gas and I didn't know how I was going to get home without that money that he was supposed to give me. And then he was like, you have to sign this fucking W-2 and it's going to take some time to get this money. And so it just like was a whole fucking fiasco. But that was horrendous. And I was just doing so much work for so little and I was only utilized for like three hours to pretty much just clean the place up. That was tragic. And then after that, I worked, or not after that, but the next job that I hated was fucking Starbucks. I love Starbucks to consume, but to work there, oh, fuck no. The goddamn cunts that come up in there, you couldn't fucking pay me enough to do that shit again. And also, like, my manager, like, we're cool now. Like, I see her from time to time, and she brings up my fucking social medias and blah, 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 whatever. But... Back then, I fucking hated her. And she was just, like, a little condescending, in my opinion. And, like, I was doing customer support, which, if you know, you know. Basically, it's, like, the person who does the bitch work. Like, you're you're scrubbing the fucking dishes in the back. You're sweeping the floors. And when I was hired, it was, like, right before people went back to school. And so she was, like, hey, so until school starts, I'm going to keep you on customer support. And then as soon as everybody goes to school, I'm going to train you on bar. And I was like, okay, period, queen. So um, school started back up, and she never was training me, and I, like, I kept harassing her about training me. Finally, she gave me, like, two days of training, and then for the next, like, two weeks, I was on fucking customer support. And I'm like, hey, I'm so tired of being on fucking customer support. And she's like, Camo, you are a rock star. Okay, every role in this facility is crucial and essential. You play just as much of a big part in making this uh, experience, you know, like try to just bull bullshit me pretty much. And it was just very gaslighty in my opinion. And I was like, cut the shit. I did not come here to scrub dishes and do the bitch work. And she's like, you have a really bad attitude, Camo, because every role is essential. Okay, you're doing your job they're doing their job I don't want to fucking scrub the goddamn floors and she kept fucking doing me on customer support and so I said bitch you just get no support how about that bitch and I left one day I did I left I do have a funny story though lol thinking of working there uh there was this guy fucking couldn't stand his ass he was so fucking cocky for no reason was not cute whatsoever and just like he was a fucking bitch so there was this barbershop across the street that one of my business partners, longtime friends goes to or used to go to. And this particular person uh, that worked with me would also go there, come to find out. So one day I had went with my friend to his appointment, but I sat in the car while he went and got uh, lined up. and. I my my uh, coworker came in while my friend was getting his haircut and he was like, "Oh shit, you work at Starbucks across the street?" And he was like, "Yeah, I work there. I work there." And so my friend was like, "Oh, so you must work with Camo." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." So then my my friend like kind of set it up to where like he kind of set my coworker up to talk shit. And he goes, "Yeah, like what do you think of them? Like, they just dropped this, at the time I dropped this music video called For the Dick. If you remember, you remember. Um, and <laughs> my coworker was like, oh yeah, I fucking can't stand that bitch. They think they're gonna be famous. They're so lame. They're so this, they're so that. Beep, beep, blah, blah, blah. Talking all this fucking shit. And my friend is texting me everything like, Camo, come in here, come in here, come in here. So I fucking walk in and I'm like, 
hey, Louise, Louis, whatever his fucking name was. This motherfucker's face looked like he saw a ghost. And then I went and dabbed at my friend Junior. And like, you could just see the look of betrayal on his face. Like, you set me up. You set me up. And the way Humble was like, hey, Camo, how are you? Fucking faggot ass bitch. I can't stand a fake ass bitch. Ugh. Yeah, so that was my story time. And that motherfucker. Also, one day, um, he fucking, I don't know how he kept his job after this, but I don't remember, like, the exact, all like, all the details because this was fucking years ago. But I had, like, just clocked in and he was clocking in, like, 10 minutes after me. And there was, like, limited help. I had not even really been trained on bars. So like all I could really do was work the register or do customer support. And there was only two other people. And so it was like a little messy in comparison to how it usually is ran. And he was not a manager. He like wanted to be a manager so bad, but he was not. And um, he came in and it was just like being very condescending and very um, belittling to us and was just like, ugh. This place is a mess and y'all have been here and done nothing and like in front of guests, right? And so I, I'm not going to let anybody, especially someone who is unequal to me in my line of work, like I'm not going to let you talk down to me, especially not with an audience. So uh, <laughs> I had said something like, oh, you can keep them snarky ass comments to yourself. And the customers were like, and I don't, I forgot what he said and what I said, like back and forth, but he kept challenging me and I'm petty. So I was just like with a smirk on my face, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, well this, well that, beep beep boop He fucking took his apron on, he, apron off and uh, fucking threw it on the ground and walked out. I said, why don't you leave? Nobody wants you here. You're just fucking rude. And everybody in there was like, and then he threw his apron off and left, but then he still kept his job somehow. I don't fucking know. I didn't stay much longer after that. I couldn't stand the people I worked with. They were all fucking cringy and fucking weird. And my manager was a bitch. And I just hated it. I didn't get to make the fucking drinks that I wanted to make. So, yeah. Um, Let's see. Kim underscore Zumpy. Zumpy. What is your favorite pop culture moment of all time? Definitely the 2009 VMAs, Lady Gaga's paparazzi performance. Iconic. Oof. Oh, my sister, Slunterella, asked, how often do you process? You know, I don't process anything, mama. And you should know that more than anybody. I go through things and I don't process them whatsoever. I just go on and move on. And maybe that's bad. Maybe that's toxic. But um, I just avoid everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Which, by the way, Miss Slunty is looking very slunty and cunty. Much love to her in her development. She is in her cocoon era as I am too. And she's really just metamorphosizing like Hillary Duff said, bitch. Love you, girl. Look at her. So cute and gorgeous. Also, she's going to be on the show as soon as I get my place set up. So stay tuned for that. Very excited for that. Okay. Miss Wyden Feller Katie. Hey, Queen. What do you look for in a partner? What is your type? Um, reciprocation, consistency, honesty. You know, you have to put your pride aside when you are trying to make a relationship work. Okay, you have to look at... the other person like you have to put all the bullshit aside like when there's problems I expect us to be able to come together and really be vulnerable with each other and candidly talk about why these things bother us or why you know like that's how progress is made and unfortunately I've not found somebody who's willing to match my energy but you know what it's okay divine timing when that comes, that comes. But to me, I don't really have like a type as long as you are funny. Well, I guess I do have a type. I do like Hispanic guys in particular, but I'm also 
open to whoever treats me right and vibes with me the most but we got to have a similar taste in music or I got to at least enjoy the music you listen to that's just a big part for me we've got to be interested in each other's endeavors like you got to show interest in what I'm doing and you got to make an effort and yeah that's really what I look for funny nice teeth I love an uncut king also for the record so any of y'all listening hit me up (laughs) we just got to be spontaneous together silly go lucky on that note i'm gonna wrap this this week's episode up i appreciate y'all asking these questions thank you and Stay tuned. So next week, I guess we'll find out if I got my place or not. So. <laughs> Love y'all. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.